went for a uh, I went on a lovely picnic, Dennis, in the week. Very um, good. Down in Melbourne. Beautiful day. Da- Yarra Bend Park, one of my favourite places on earth. This is only interesting for people who live in the inner north of Melbourne. If you've been to Yarra I would Bend argue Park. it's potentially uninteresting to them as well for what it's worth. Even we'll like, yes, Yarra, Yarra Bend Park, it's down. Uh, the, 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 fact that, the, the fact that it was in Yarra Bend Park was not. Um, it's That's not, not noteworthy. To, it's not critical to the story, but I did have a lovely time. But my friend James, who now is a mullet, mullets are in, Dennis. I don't. I don't agree with that statement. Maybe they're in Australia. Maybe well, Australia's ahead of the curve. Maybe it's 1982 in Australia. I can't really tell. It doesn't matter whether you agree with it or not. There are so many blokes going around with mullets these days in Australia. Well, in Melbourne at least. And anyway, James has jumped on that bandwagon. But he brought along to this picnic what I would have called Dennis a frisbee. Okay. And I would have been. I would have been incorrect to call it that, right? So hang on, let's before we go stuff. before we go too far, I have two things I want to say. You've already put I've already had two okay. in the chamber from just that prompt alone. All right. Let's go. One hit them. This reminded me of that really annoying thing that people used to do in school where you're like, mm, I'm going to the picnic and I'm bringing some blue yogurt. And it's like, oh no, you're not allowed to bring blue yogurt. And this one is like, I'm going to the picnic and I'm bringing a red ball. Do you remember that? No. Oh my god. So it was a it was and and the like there's like a there's like a secret to like what is allowed at the picnic or not and you have to figure out what it is. Oh yeah, we had games like this. Yeah, it was like we had like in the land of Nod they like X, yes. but they hate Y and you have to figure out what the Yeah, 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 we had that. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, remind me of that and I was like if Ryan's going to try to get 20 minutes in the podcast out of this, I am turning I am straight up hanging yeah. up on this call. <laughs> it's going to be the shortest podcast that we've ever <laughs> uh, second of all, so when you said mm. he, he he brought what you assume was a frisbee. So I have, to me a frisbee is basically a plate of yep. plastic mm-hmm. with rounded edges with the mm-hmm. intent to be thrown la- horizontally so that it floats for a bit before it falls to the ground. Well, Dennis, you've described what is in every way but one a frisbee because it's is not a frisbee. A brand frisbee. Name? It's not a frisbee unless it is made by the Wham-O mm. Incorporated. To- I, and so I picked this up as a frisbee and looked at it. And do you know what it had in the front of it? I, I not a frisbee. I love, well, they, they, they can't use the word. Fr- so, so it's still a trademark, right? So the, the thing is, like, the right. frisbee is still a trademark. So they can't call these things. Frisbees. Now you told me before we started recording that you had prepped, and now I know what list you prepped. Do you know? I didn't prep. I'm just I, I, like Dennis. If I start listing off trademarks here in the, in the next couple of weeks, it's just because I, I just know them off the top of my head. No, do you know what this this item was called? Do you know what we were flinging uh, about to each other? Throwable game Park? disc. You're not far off. It was a summer fun disc. <laughs> Ooh! Now, so, so if you throw it in winter, does it just disintegrate? <laughs> if you don't have fun with it, what happens? It's just there a summer so, disc. It's just a disc at that point. Yeah. If you right, if you even throw, the song you, "Summer Disc" and having a blast, surely it's implied. <laughs> if if you go out in summer and have a miserable time playing with this disc, it is just a disc. <laughs> um, uh, before we get so, in, he's so Dan, good with the frisbee though. Well, he's so good with the summer fun disc. He's so good with the summer fun disc. <laughs> like no, a friend of mine, Andy. Like, go on. Who you met at our wedding. Yep. Uh, we, when I was younger, tried to teach Angie to throw a frisbee. And I don't know how to tell you this. Mm. He simply can't. He can't throw a summer he fun can't. disc. He can't. So uh, throwing a summer fun disc, you hold it parallel to the ground. Mm. You sort of wind your arm like you would a spring or a coil. And then you yep. release your arm. I'm demonstrating for Riley, which is stupid because this is an audio only. I mean, I, but one, I already know how to fling a frisbee. Right. And, 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 two, and the whole time your hand, medium. your arm stays parallel with the ground. And at the end of the movement, you just let go. Right? Well, it's all in the wrist is what I learned from James. Well, that, 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 I mean, I'm not talking about getting good lift. I'm not talking about playing disc golf here. I'm talking about just throwing a frisbee so it floats a little bit. That's it. Yes. Yes. Andy would, without fail, and I don't think he was doing it to be obtuse. And I don't think he was, was doing he it to be Was he throwing it like a ball? 
He was throwing it overhand. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. was bowling it like a cricket ball. <laughs> yes. See, we actually had some fun in summer with the disc doing exactly that. Me, Andrew, and James actually tried to see. Well, just to see how far we could throw it improperly. And then we started doing it with like a left hand. And it was was just, you know, endless, endless just. Endless uh, summer fun with the summer fun disc. Endless summer fun with the disc, yeah. Um, But James, oh, he did, he's doing all these flicks. And he did like, he was trying to teach me how to do like a push shot. And I wasn't even aware that you could push. Is James on a disc golf team? No, he learned from Oliver Packard, who who does play Dennis Ultimate. Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate summer Not, fun just- I, 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 I'll stop you there because the sport has had to drop Frisbee from its name. Oh, wow. Is it it called, is, surely it's not called Ultimate Summer Fun Disc. It's just called Ultimate. That's not enough. So the game that everyone knows as Ultimate Frisbee is actually just called Ultimate because of Whammo. So why, when you and I would play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, was there not more summer fun disc throwing? And it was mostly characters beating each other up. Are, are, this, are there? I feel like there are summer fun discs in 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 Super Smash? Smash Brothers. There are that many. That yeah, there definitely are. They're probably like spiked or bladed, or they've got flames coming out of them. But there's definitely a. The only one I can think of is like the you know the uh, the pinball thing that kind of looks like a frisbee when you pick it up. So hang on, you, so the the game is just called Ultimate. It's just called Ultimate. Yeah. That's a that's a descriptor. You need a, well, that, a noun. That's what I was interested to unpack with you because it's like there's no more. We don't need any other sports. No. What do you play? What sport do you play? Ultimate sport. Oh, cool. Ultimate sport. The the ultimate sport. The only the, the sport known as ultimate. You know what? That firmly places above American football because they can have an ultimate ball. Oh yeah. You get Super, Super Bowl. Bowl good Hyper Bowl is like <laughs> good bowl is like lacrosse, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Super Bowl is football. If that, I mean, I mean that's ultimate. generous to lacrosse. You know what? Two sports are very, very popular in Croatia that I'm embarrassed about. Three sports, one of which is normal. Water polo. Yes. <laughs> yep. I know. I know. I, I think that the, I saw a map uh, that someone posted on Twitter, and it's a se- a circle that is centered on the Balkans, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it takes in a little bit of Italy and a little bit of Austria. And it's said, it's like water it, it polo something fields like, or something. Ev- no, it was something. Maybe it's not exactly this, but it was something like every single Olympic gold medalist in water polo was born within this circle. Every it's living huge. water polo, whatever. Yeah, it's it's so, huge in the Balkans. So water polo, basketball, very normal sport, very popular mm-hmm. all around the world, yeah. and handball, which is just land polo. Yes, yeah, but that's big throughout a lot of Europe. Is handball big? Oh, we have handball alleys in Ireland, I guess. Actually, big in, big in Germany, big in Denmark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, why if polo's played on horses, Riley? Why isn't water polo played on seahorses? It should be. It's an oversight. It's an it's a massive it's an oversight. oversight. The, the 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 water polo governing body, which I imagine begins with an F, they all do. French the French have got a monopoly on naming international governing bodies for competitions. Mm-hmm. FIFA, FIDE, FIBA. Well, in French, anyway, Dennis, I've, I've I have done some prep for this podcast. I'm not going to try to Full hide disclosure. it. <clears throat> I went to look at generic and genericized trademarks. Right. So and things that have become so ubiquitous and popular that they are repla- they've replaced. The brand name or the trademark has replaced the term for the thing. Yes. And there are two different types of these. Right? There are ones that like either the trademark has expired or it was improperly applied so it doesn't work. Or Like zip code used to be a, a trademark thing. And now they're just like, sure, we're just going to use the these. It's just, stop it, all right? You're not, you know. But then there are ones that are still trademarked and we still use them. Can I, I, I can name some of them, I think. Let's go. Hit it. Let's go. Yeah. I know Tannoy is one. Well, that's a very UK island centric thing is. because no one calls it. It's a, a tannoy. A tannoy is, is a is a PA. 
is a speaker system that yeah, like yeah. the train station or something. Yeah, I know very famously Velcro is one. Velcro is Dennis. You shouldn't be calling it Velcro. Can I tell no, you? No, you should be calling. Oh, hang on. I think I know what's called. I think I know what it's called. Go go go. I think it's called hook and loop fastening. Okay, you are looking at the. You're looking at the. I promise you, I'm not. I promise you, I'm not. Generic and genericized trademark. I promise you, I'm not. It. Yeah, hook and loop it's fastening. Not, they did. It's not they made Velcro an ad campaign. unless it's. It's not Velcro unless it's made by the Velcro companies. They made an ad campaign that was yeah. a bunch of their lawyers being like, "Please stop! Please stop calling it Velcro. We yeah. own Velcro. You can call yeah. it hook and loop. It's fine." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hoover. Hoover, yeah. Again, another UK island thing because everyone else. Mm. I mean, we, we, I live in I live in full compliance of that company's uh, intellectual property. I call it Bucky. a vacuum cleaner. Uh, I would call it a Hoover. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I would, do know yeah. other ones. You had no respect for international uh, trademark law, Dennis. I do know other. ones. I'll hit you with some uh, others. Uh, uh, have you ever have you ever used uh, a band aid, Dennis? Oh, I, well, actually, this is an Irish centric thing now because we I would call it a band aid because I'm pseudo American, mm. but here you'd call that a plaster. Okay, well, that's fine. That, okay, you're in the clear. Don't worry about it. Uh, what about a biro? Have you used a biro? Ooh, is that owned by Bic? Uh, it is. It is owned by Bic, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, but you should be calling it a, a ballpoint pen. A Obviously, ballpoint there's, other pen. Like, there's other stuff like Photoshop, Jacuzzi. These ones are pretty obvious, Dan. Google. Yes, yeah, yeah. But here are some ones that are really, really going to get you. Dennis, there's nothing I love more that when, after a tough day, you know, mm-hmm. I want to come home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to get a bit of an atmosphere in my room, maybe like dim the lights a little bit, try to get some, some just like, a, you know, a, a sort of a vibe in my room where I can just, I can just chill out a little bit. And Dennis, there's yeah. nothing I love more than turning on my liquid motion lamp, not made. Lava lamp? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, do you mean a liquid motion lamp? Because the Ugh. only lava lamps are made by Mathmos, who presumably are the only ones who have figured out how to get actual lava in a lamp. Or the first ones in the foot race to the patent office is more it's, likely, it's I one think. Of those two. But Dennis, one of the issues that I have often when I'm sending off packages and parcels, obviously I don't want them to be damaged in transit, right? Stamp? Oh, yeah, a stamp. So what I do is I wrap them in stamps, right? It's very expensive. No, no, I'm trying to think. Oh, is it that... bubble wrap? Don't, don't say it, Dennis. Are you going <gasps> to pay the royalties to Sealed Air Proprietary Limited? No, it's inflated cushioning. That's bull. You know what? You know how they invented uh, bubble wrap? They put They wrapped up bubbles? They were not trying to invent a packaging material when they put it together. They were, trying, they trying to invent, to invent? a low, um, it was like a low yield wallpaper. Okay. So they wanted to invent the world's most temporarily fun wallpaper. Yeah. Woo! Oh. <laughs> okay. Do you like bubble wrap? How do you, how do you pop bubble wrap? How do you pop uh, de- um, air air cushion balls? It it, it it depends. It depends. Like how I treat my inflated cushioning, it depends on a lot of factors. How much time I have. How many other mm-hmm. people are around? How annoyed they're going to be by various noises that I make? Uh, I'm pretty the versatile. Size of the bubbles. Size of the bubbles is a huge factor as well. If I'm busy, Dennis, if I've got stuff to do, like if I've if I've got a busy day ahead, I've got a full schedule. I'll I'll you know what I'll do? I'll get that sucker. I'll twist it right up. I right? love the twist. That's what I was hoping you'd say. The mm. twist is great, but the thing is, again, it's so it's over so quickly, you know. And there's there's there's, there's, there's a, a very rare pleasure to sit there and pop them individually one by one. I like that. Riley, the, the brightest stars burn the briefest, man. Let it. That's okay. Don't be sad <sighs> that it's over. Be happy that it twisted. I, I think. Just that, and they say Dennis variety is the spice of life. So I can sh- I can throw mm. meaningless platitudes at you as well. I like to I, I don't like to be tied down in my approach to inflated cushioning, Dennis. Or maybe even if I'm feeling fancy, I'll get some official bubble wrap by sealed air. Spring, but the most ridiculous one, Dennis. The most I ridiculous that is still a, a an actual trademark. You shouldn't be calling it these things. 
a jet ski. What is that? A jet, a, a propelled water scooter? The only company that is allowed to call it a jet ski is the Yamaha Motor Company, which I saw a very funny tweet about Yamaha. I, I, hope, like, I, hope, I think I know what this is going to be. Is the guy who's like just bought a motorbike. He's like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I've got a lot of stuff to do. I need to buy a piano. The, the Yamaha salesman's like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Yamaha Motor Company has exclusive rights to the, the term jet ski. Anything made by anyone else is, Dennis, a stand-up personal watercraft. That sounds way cooler. <laughs> Oh, yeah, just going to head down the lake uh, this weekend. It's great. i got a stand-up personal watercraft. Do you mean a jet ski? Uh, no, it was not made by uh, Yamaha. No, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't afford It's a Suzuki, actually. Sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's a Suzuki stand-up personal watercraft. I'm getting my SUPW. Supwa? You can sit down on a jet ski. Yes, also. Like, they have seats. They have a seats. I went on a jet ski once when I was a kid. With, yeah. um, I, 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 thinking back now? Mm-hmm. I think I recall the Yamaha logo on it, so there's a chance it was a real jet ski. It was an actual jet ski, yeah, yeah. And um, I remember uh, it was with my friend, uh, question friend Marino. His father's name is Mario, and his do- and his sister's name is Mia. And I realized that man named his children very sort of egomaniacally. My yeah. name is Mario. My children will be Marino and Mia. Just my name, but with an extra letter and then less letters on the other yes. side. Yeah, just just um, spicy Mario's, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember sitting with uh, behind Mario because I think it was seven or eight, and I had my hands wrapped around him. And we didn't have life jackets. It's the Balkans rally. It's a lawless wasteland. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Zipping around on this um, stand up that we were sitting, um, personal water vehicle, and all I could remember was seeing. And now that I think about it, they probably were in Japanese, but I thought they were in. Chinese at the time, they're like warning labels on it. Yeah. That are like, never operate with two people on it. Never operate without a life jacket, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. A picture, a, a little cartoon of a guy falling off and like getting churned up in it and all this stuff. And I was horrified. Were you actually? Clinging. Yeah. I'm surprised. I would have thought that little Dennis would have been like, yep. And and, and this would be a formulaic moment. It's like, this would be, you know, a formative moment in your youth. You'd be like, and I never followed a rule ever since. I learned that all <laughs> those warnings were absolute nonsense. Scroll to the bottom, hit, accept user license agreement, baby. Never look back. Yeah, no, That's uh, it. I was terrified. I'm not the strongest swimmer, really. No? I'm like, I can, can swim, but I'm not good at it. I remember having. So I'm. I'm. I'm I, I was a fine swimmer. I was in like swim squad when I was a kid. I don't mean to brag, Dennis, but I got my. I hope badge you didn't, because that's deeply embarrassing. For the fifteen hundred, uh, fifteen hundred meter swim, it wasn't a race. I just swam a kilometer and a half, and I got a little badge for it. I was very proud. Sewed it onto my towel. Anyway, what kind of swim? What was your technique? Freestyle. But what would you swim? Australian crawl, I don't know, the front crawl, whatever you call it. Why is it called, is it, are you upside down? Are you drowning? What's it called <laughs> you, you, Australian you, crawl? Do, you swim along the bottom of the pool. <laughs> um, we do 20 meter uh, races of it. I went, uh, <laughs> I, went uh, I, was, I don't think it was a jet ski, I think it was like a, it was either a speedboat or a ski do or something, right? Anyway, I was out was, on the lake. a ski do? A sea do? Sea do? I'm going to look that up. It's, I think it's, a, it's just a type of jet ski. Uh, sea do, okay, personal watercraft and pontoon. Yeah, it is just it's just a jet ski. Um, no, so well, no, this, um, Riley, this appears to be a stand-up water vehicle, whatever the thing you said. Uh, a, a stand-up personal watercraft. Yeah, yeah, it's one of them. Anyway, so I was, I was with I was I was doing that, and I was out on a donut, right? So the like the inflatable ring, basically, like a, t- like a tire, a tire. Uh, but it's all fancy, and it and then I had that, you know, like what is it called, water skiing, and then and you have that little, little triangle that you hold on to, you paddle, right? hold on to, yeah, yeah, yeah right. 
So uh, I was I was on one of them, and then I got when they went around a corner fast. I can't remember what happened, but I came off the donut, right? And I don't know why, but for some reason I was like, I need to hold on. I can't let go because then I'll be left in the middle of the lake, right? And I was like, so I need to hold on. So I'm like being dragged along, like battered against the sea, against the against, water, yeah. with, against the water, like, and it's like water just smashing into my face and sort of stuff. And I had a life vest on, and like I was fine. I could have swam to the shore, but I was like, if I let go, I'm going to die, right? You're dead. And yeah. so eventually they realize O'Reilly's oh, come off the donut and they stop. <laughs> they sort of scoot over and be like, what are you doing? I was like, <laughs> like spitting with liters of water out that I'd breathed in. But it was that, like, that childlike. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't really reason with the situation being eight years old and terrified. I was like, if I, if I don't hold on here, I, I will, I will sink to the bottom of the lake and I'll drown. I'm reminded, Riley, because I mentioned Marina and Mia. That same hmm. trip, we were in Nome. And if you've ever seen the meme, it's a very specific meme. If you haven't seen it. I've, I know, I know meme, exactly what's coming up here. This is great. I'm looking forward to this one. Hit me go. There's a meme of the Croatian coastline which is, you know, the entirety of the coast of what used to be Yugoslavia, and then a tiny little gap, and then some more Croatia. And if you go on holiday to Croatia, you usually go to Dubrovnik or Tzavtad or that split. They're all in that little southern extra tip. But there's a little sliver of Bosnia to go to that touches the sea, which is a little town called Neum, which is where I used to go. Yeah. When I was a kid to go on holidays. Well, there's a meme. Governor went to Croatia and like, please, I just, please, can we just swim? Just a little bit, please. No. Just- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Um, we were in Nome, and Riley, I'm going to tell you about the first great con I ever pulled. Oh, this is going to be great. Here we go. All right, hit it. Me, Marino, and Petar, who, Peter, I guess, Petar is his name, uh, who is a Canadian friend of ours. I think I was, I, it was, I think it was the same year, so I was probably seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would hang out, we would play with our Pokemon cards, we would play Pokemon, I had a Game Boy Advance SP, we would play Pokemon on that, good times. What were you playing, which version? Uh, blue, I think. On, an, on a Game Boy Advance? Yeah, that's still so you had it, it, it sticking out the top? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Awful. All right, go on. Um, and there's these double beds in this beach house they have. And we broke one of them. We were boys. We were just like wrestling. I think I might yep. have like power bombed Marino through it or something, yeah. right? We broke the bed. <laughs> you, you gave your Game Boy the people's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Marino's cousin, Gagi, all real names. I should probably obfuscate these. But anyway, his, his name, nickname was Gagi. And he was like, we got to run. And I remember looking at him and being like, where are we going yeah, to run to? where? You <laughs> moron. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So Petar wasn't with us, Randy. He was right for a swim. Oh, so you broke Petter's Game Boy? No, no, no. We broke the bed. Oh, you broke the... I thought you broke the Game Boy. No, oh, we broke oh, the okay. bed. This is, I'm, I'm much less invested in this story. I, I oh, was very worried about the Game Boy, but no, you I'm broke gonna the bed. I'm going to get in trouble for breaking this bed, Riley. So, whip up the mattress. Yeah. Put the three broken boards back. Take one of the boards from the end, put it in the middle, so that when I put the mattress back down, the bed barely supports the weight yeah. of just the mattress. Yes, yes, yes. I sit on the edge of the bed, wait for <gasps> Petter to come in. Oh, it and goes like, Petter, come on. Let's no. play Game Boy. And like a movie, Riley, Petter runs, jumps to like flop onto the bed, nice and comfortable, straight through it onto the floor. Oh my God, Petter, what have you done? How could you have done this? That's terrible. The ultimate crime. I didn't tell my parents about that, Riley. Are you ready? For 17 years. <laughs> oh my goodness. I never fessed okay, up. so... My expectations of this story. So it started with a broken game. I was like, okay, what are they going to do? They're going to swap it for someone else's. Are they going to hazard it? And then it broken bed. And I was like, okay, are they going to? Oh, right. So they'll just put some slats in, hide it. Well, just pretend it never happened. But no, you 
framed it on Peter. I knew pretending that I knew I knew that because if a pretend never happened, someone's gonna come in and be like, "Which one of you broke this bed?" I can't handle that investigation, already. I gotta get the blame squarely shifted. I yeah, need to catch yeah. Peter red-handed. Well, and you worked. didn't catch him red-handed. You fra- you just framed him. You framed no, him. No, for, no, you right, bed framed him, Dennis, for pe- a crime. Pe- I bed framed him. <laughs> But yeah, the perfect crime. Bought it. The uh, Petter got in a lot of trouble. Gaggy was oh, like, "We should tell." Worse. Gaggy was like, "We should tell them." And I was like, "Listen here, you little shit. We are not. We are yeah. not saying anything. We will take <laughs> this crazy? to the grave. I am or, not going down for this." <laughs> <laughs> we can take this straight to the grave or tell it on a light entertainment po- comedy podcast in a couple of years. That'll be fine. Twenty also. years later, yeah. So <sighs> then, you told no your parents. Uh, they were there. I, I, I told them because I was like, "God, remember that time I made people think Petter broke the bed?" And they yeah. were like. What no. do you mean? Petter did break the bed. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I thought I told got- them before. I hadn't. And they were like, how could you do that? And my dad, my dad I've, ne- I've never seen my dad like more proud of me in my entire life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not my wedding Emir, day, not when I graduated, none of that. Yeah. Yeah. Emir is a, uh, he's he's a con man through and through. He, lo- he loves that. So he loves the grift. Yeah. But uh, oh, the, w- w- the greatest, like, it is the opposite of Honest Abe and the, or George Washington, the cherry tree, right? Well, I mean, first of all, that didn't happen. But yes, he of did course. the wrong thing and then came and told his dad. Whereas you did the wrong thing, buried it, and then wheeled and it out for a bit of frothy entertainment. But not even just that. Like, I, you're right. I could have just set it up and been like, pretend it never happened. We'll deal with it later. No, no. I was like, well, that's because honestly, that's what I, that's if I'd had that idea, that's what I would have done. I'd lift up the mattresses, redistribute the slats across all the yep. beds to try to bear the load. But you know, you set Petter up as your fall I knew, guy. I dude. knew the story needed a fall guy to make it believable, Riley. It needed. It Petter needed was that a, fall yeah. guy, man. He must have jumped two feet in the air. It, I couldn't have choreographed. It was like Cirque du Soleil. I could not have choreographed it better. So what? What? Like what? What, what did he go down? Like what was his sentence? Oh god, like, I don't remember. I remember his. I remember his. Um, his Quebecois parents giving out to him in a very angry French, though. Oh jeez, poor Pet. Just have you reached out to him to make amends here? No, I think he's doing hard time. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, <laughs> He'll be like, no, well, by the laws of jail, you now have to do twenty to you know twenty to life. Twenty years hard labor in a, in a, in a French Canadian salt mine. Sorry, <laughs> in a Quebecois gulag. Exactly. Gulag. Yeah. Oh, jeez, that's oh, dude, you're a, you're an absolute villain, man. You're an absolute villain. You're lucky there's a statute of limitations because you could have gone down for that one. If 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 they'd sung, you know who was the other one? Grogu, Baby Yoda. Grogu from the, yeah, yeah, Baby Yoda was there. <laughs> Good, he can't, good thing he can't talk, because otherwise, you, if he'd sung like if he'd sung like a canary, yeah, it's like you, you, get, you choose get the lightsaber parent, or the Mandalorian parent. armor or this p- broken piece of bread frame. <laughs> yeah, imagine you get good parent, bad parent coming in and be like, "Look, hey, we just we're Dennis Grogu. We're trying to help you out here, man. We just want to figure out how the bed break." Oh man, Riley, I'm going to need to issue a mild content warning for my half of the podcast. Okay, what have you got for us this week, Dennis? And 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 why does it require? <laughs> What, is it, what kind of content warning is it? So if you're a little bit squeamish, this might not necessarily be for you, but I, but it was interesting when it happened to me, so I thought I want to talk about it. Riley. Squeamish because of what? Blood and guts? Yeah, kind of. Well, don't tell me there's horrible murder because then you'll be getting, you'll be getting a, a lawsuit. You'll be on the wrong end of a lawsuit from net, my friend. <laughs> no. That's exclusive, that's exclusive purview of my other podcast, my better podcast, net, patreon.com slash net. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. Riley. Uh, we agreed we weren't going to shill the Patreon on this podcast. <laughs> How dare you break a cardinal rule of have a listen. But here's anyway, the thing. The, one of the Patreon perks, Riley, is an uncovered version of the podcast. You can't cut this out of that. Oh, I got him. We got him. Si- they've already signed up, so it doesn't matter. Whatever. Anyway, go on. That's true. Riley. Okay. Have you ever seen a dead body? 
you know what? No, because when my grandma's died, right? Um, casket? No, not at all. It, like they they had an open casket viewing all that sort of stuff, and I didn't want to see them. And I don't really why know that? why. Like I don't know. I was twelve. And all right, okay, Doctor Doctor Freud. Well, Interesting. Why is that? <laughs> is that a fear of your own mortality or a fear of just time moving on? I'll let you do the talk. <laughs> I don't know. I think like so. When I remember really distinctly being at the funeral home, and then Mum and Dad were like, "Oh, do you want to come through and see Nana?" And I was like, "No." Nah. And like, "Oh," and they didn't question me. They're just like, "Okay." And I was like, "I just I didn't want my last memory of her to be of her dead." That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, p- uh, wakes are very popular over here, and that's not so, like look. I don't have um. My grandmother died when I was younger. I don't really remember it. Um, my other, my, one of my grandfathers is dead before I was born. The other one died when I was also mm. abroad when I was younger. And my other grandmother was living. So I don't, I've, I've never been to a relative's funeral. Yeah. Which is, um, makes me lucky. But I have seen dozens and dozens of dead bodies running. And you would have done this, I get. Oh, do you want me to ruin it? Or, oh, hang on. No. Sorry. I mean, people- let, let's, let's try that one again, Dennis. <gasps> what? <gasps> Dennis. What? Dennis the Ripper. Dennis the Ripper? Surely not. How have you seen... I actually know the answer to this, but Dennis, yeah. tell me, how have you seen all these countless dead bodies? So in my time, Riley, before working at Now Poker Stars and then before that, Sean Fireball, and before that, uh, I was a radiologist for a brief little stint. Mm-hmm. And the first thing, which means I went to med school here, mm-hmm. or I went to the Trinity School of Medicine, as you call it here. And, and I murdered a bunch of other students. I murdered a bunch of students. <laughs> <laughs> and just to see them die. Just yeah. to feel like God. You know? Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. Um, just to see the light go out of their eyes. Very early in, and it's for a good reason, they take mm. you to the practical anatomy lab. Yep. And they're like, here's all the cadavers. And they're like, "We, if you, were, if you are not able for this, the best time to find out is now. Yeah. The not, second best time not, is tomorrow, basically. Like three years in when you've already, uh, yeah. We've already and some people were stuff. not able for it. Like, I remember a couple of girls in the medicine class were like, "Nope, yep, I'm out. I'll go do. I'll go do. I'll go do engineering." Sorry. I used to. Uh, I used to live with a, a girl who was studying uh, physiotherapy, right? And yep. uh, she'd My, come uh, home. You know, she'd come home and tell us and the other housemates of like stories of like how she got to dissect an arm. Or well, watch, I've done all that stuff. Yeah, like watch while someone else took apart, you know, a, a knee joint and stuff. And I was just, it and, is, and she, she loved, she was fascinated by it, but I was just like, oh, I, can't I was it. too. It is yeah. deeply dehumanizing, dude. We went in, I remember the first time, mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, so, you know, the attendants here have already um, sawn all the bodies in half vertically. So from oh, like, my goodness. You know, so, like a, like a magician's nose, trick gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, not, 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 not horizontally, but like directly down. Oh, the, the other way. Oh, no. Um, and they're, so that's already done. They're opened. And with what they do is right. They, um, they stick a pump in you, in your ephemera already. They pump all the blood out. They pump a bunch of formaldehyde and preservatives and stuff into you so that you stay okay. nice and, nice and crisp. Yeah. Uh, it makes you smile. Well, no, awful. not crisp, presumably. Gooey and fleshy and yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the room is so it. cold, but, um. I would hate that. <laughs> I mean, forget all the dead so bodies. I just wouldn't want to be there because it's cold. But no, that's true. One. So I remember being there and being like, uh, asking them what they said. like, so are there any, um protocols for like dissecting if you want to do additional dissection like to see what's you know see what's under here and stuff and the, and the guy looked at me and was like they're already dead man go nuts <laughs> it was no like way. horrifying i also thought it was going to be like this is body h16493b don't tell me they had names this is carol carol died of this on this date it's their real names that's so that's so like it's so it's a weird confluence of two things because I would have thought it'd be either like these are objects, these are these are this is medical equipment now, like this is a learning tool mm-hmm. for us, right? And there is a little bit of that. 
Or it would be like, these are people and we will treat them with respect. You know, we are, like they've been sent here to further our knowledge and learning. But it seems to be like they're just swerving all over the road. In, in both it's ways. a little bit of a mix of both. Yeah. I remember saying, because we were looking at the cadaver and going, yeah. Why? I was like, where's the brain? Yeah. Because the brain wasn't in it. Mm. And the guy goes, oh, and he reaches under the table and pulls out a Julux paint bucket with the word brain sharpied on it. Right. Off-white had been, uh, you know, yeah, coral red. Cracks had been, peeled had been, off, uh, yeah. Had been crossed out, yep. Cracks it open and it was, it was as an, uh, I was 18 at the time, as an 18-year-old, it is very, very, I think it's an important experience to understand, you know, it's part of the human condition. See you know, this little blob brain, yeah. someone's thoughts, hopes, and dreams, everything they ever cared about, everything they ever loved, everything they yeah. ever thought, just in a bucket. In a Dulux paint bucket. That was not the most disturbing thing that I saw. In oh, I'm so that glad that this frothy entertainment podcast is going to get even I said content warning. Yeah, okay. I told, you, I told you I made these lists while I'm weightlifting. This was top of the list. You, uh, it was Anatomy Lab. Anatomy okay. Lab was top of the list. All right. Well, let's go. Um, there's an implication when you saw somebody in half mm. vertically, like I mentioned. Mm. I have seen a penis sewn in half. The, the laser-like accuracy then like bloody, yeah, yeah. Was, was it blowfeld i assume it was blowfeld who was going to saw bond in half with James the laser bond. yeah 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 it looks like if you take a breakfast sausage and cut it in half it looks Dennis, exactly i don't like how much i need to i really <laughs> I, I didn't need I, I don't know that i needed that actually explicitly confirmed to be honest i, I you're suspicious yeah. yeah riley people are full of spaghetti yeah but like thick spaghetti right no, your nerves are just spaghetti. Oh, nerves. I was thinking like intestines, guts. Oh, no, no, no. Nerves are just spaghetti. Yeah. It's very weird seeing nerves. Like, actually, what color like, are they? What color are nerves? It's all pale yellow. Once you take the blood out of it, it's all pale yellow and brown. Really? Okay. Because, like, yeah. you know, in um, uh, in every anatomy book you ever look at as a kid, all the arteries and, and veins and stuff are either are red, and, red blue, and blue. Yeah. And the nerves are also like that. So, yeah, it's it's not a kaleidoscopic chromatic journey through the Everything. Body. I mean- if you cut open a life vest for surgery, I'm sure everything's red. Yeah. But um, it's all gray. It's weird to think we're just big bags of meat with like a little bit of electricity in us to make us interesting. Yeah. It's like some so people are talking about, um, I can't remember what the tweet was. It was about someone being um, irrational about something. Yeah. And it's like, they are a steak someone is pumping electricity through to pilot a meat robot. Give yeah. them, cut them some slack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh um, man! So were you good with it? Like, were you just like, "Oh, this is cool," or did it take you a little bit of adjusting? It, it took it took two or three sessions because mm. we have mm. we have two sessions, two hours each. I think a week. Mm. Um, there was one time I was apocalyptically hungover, um, okay. and Steve, I woke up in my friend Steven's house. He was like, "Coming to anatomy," and I was like, "No, yeah, no, I'm not going to that right now. Are you crazy?" <laughs> Absolutely not. I got I got enough problems. I don't need to see I don't need to see a dick that's been sawn into. Right. Um, there was a guy in my class who was, you had to wear gloves, obviously, because you're such a dead person. Oh, that's um, good. I, I I didn't really feel you needed to put, Dennis, I would have taken that as red, to be honest. This guy always took off his gloves. And one time uh, an attendant was demonstrating something to us. And I, I watched him just like fiddle with some rib meat. And I was like, Brian, you got to stop. <laughs> you got to oh, stop, man. So in the same way that like at a bank, if you were standing and waiting, you might like pick you up would one flick of the, the pen or whatever. And yeah, flick it. exactly like that. All right, Brian, mate, come on. I hope he's shaped up a little bit. It's not his real name. Okay, well, that's good. At least you did. You did you, I mean, you, you threw Peter in at the deep end a second time, and now... Uh, unbelievable. Anyway, go uh, um, uh, God, Yeah. Uh, well, here's another thing, Riley. Mm. You come in in September, right? 
Oh yeah, because you do you. Do you know something that's the, the the Australian system is way better. Our is our that- academic years line up with the calendar years. You start oh, sc- because you start school in February. I wish that was the case. You yeah, know, you come in September and you do yeah. your exams in June. Yeah, and so as you'd imagine, they you know you get new donors and the bodies are refreshed like every three months, right? Yeah. No. Oh, Carol sorry. on day one. Carol on day one is Carol in June, and she has been hacked up. Let me tell you. So you don't have bloody who is it Burke and Hare grave robbing like digging up fresh cadavers no, to bring you? The Half same the body. Oh, well, All just, the way. Just another quick plug there for halfhourshistory.net. You can go and listen to the, no, man, uh, the, the same body from day one. The story of the body snatchers, Burke and Hare. It's a great episode. Episode 125. Get across that, that one. Sorry, Dennis, what were you saying? Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Yeah, same body in the summer at the end of the year. I was blown away by that. Yeah, would have been a little advanced. I guess like with the formaldehyde and the freezing cold temperature, was it? But people, everyone's just digging around and looking at stuff and demonstrating things and stuff though. It's So Dennis, what you're saying is we need more people to die and donate their bodies to science. Uh, it is it is a noble thing to do, I think. Yeah. Um, I genuinely do think it is. But um, it was I mean, a very it's, it's weird just experience. like organ donation. Like you should just do it if you can because like there's no Agreed. reason not to. You're, you're dead. Who cares? But your anatom- anatomy is not a part- I mean, it was very interesting to learn about. It's not a particularly interesting subject to learn. Let me tell you the content of every single anatomy lecture. Oh, I can I can I guess? Mm-hmm. Is it just learning a list of names of different body parts yep. and and then pretty much associated? Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised yet. And their connections. It is a college level version of the knee bones connected to, to the hip, but that's the whole thing. Yeah, the whole, actually the whole thing. And that anatomy at at the college level is just a very long and very complicated children's nursery rhyme. Yes, there yeah. was one thing I learned that was cool, and it was a very coolly framed question that was in the written exam, okay. and it was describe the process of reading out loud in my neurology exam. I think we've talked about this, uh, just you and yeah. me, like, yeah, not on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. So your, eye, your eyes have to read a word, break it down into the components of a world called a grapheme, mm-hmm. send it up, up your octonerve back into your brain, and I've forgotten all my neuroanatomy. At some point, it goes to Broca's area. And it gets turned into a phoneme, which is the components of written of a spoken language. Yes. That gets sent to a different place to get translated into the movements required in your larynx and your tongue and your mouth to make those sounds. Mm-hmm. And then it goes off and out. Uh, and I remember that being cool. The other cool part is the practical part of the exam in which they take you into the anatomy lab. And I walk. they have all these stations set up and you go mm-hmm. up. And a professor is like, okay. And he picks up a human kidney and he hands it to you and he goes, talk me through this. And you have to like flip it over and be like, this is this, this is this, this is this, this is this. It's yeah. wild. Very stressful exam. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, my exams are just, I sat in the Royal Melbourne Exhibition Building and wrote about the situation in North Korea. And I was like, yep, great, done. Easy. I didn't have to. <laughs> easy, baby. You yeah, didn't have to go yeah. to Korea. I, 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 I solved that one. That was easy. I didn't even think of that. I didn't, uh, Roddy, for your practical history exam, we are sending you to the demilitarized zone. Yes. So I need you to go. And I'm very glad that my research. politics. Do, it'd be interesting. I don't think they'd be able to do a history practical. Because at that point, it's just archaeology. I mean, they sent you to archaeology. Yeah, right. That's yeah, but archaeology is very different to like history. Right, we, uh, for your history of practical, we need you to steal the Magna Carta from the museum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen uh, Have you seen the documentary Nick Cave Steals the Declaration of Independence? What's that called? National Treasure. I was going to say Night at the Museum, but that is neither Nick Cave. That is a different movie. <laughs> that is not Nick Let me Cave. tell you, you might appreciate this, Roddy. Nick and I went and saw the Uncharted movie recently. 
Oh, I love it. I, I, I was, this is a film that I was actually thinking, yeah, I think I will watch that eventually when it comes out on DVD. When you're on I a plane. Like, I, I yeah, well, I, I will watch that on a plane one time. Yeah, because I, I really uh, like the Uncharted I would series. recommend watching it on a plane uh, because it is National Treasure again. It, it, that had to be one of the easiest film adaptations of any other piece of media ever. Because for those of you who haven't played Uncharted, Uncharted is just, it is just an action movie that lasts 10 hours instead of two and a half. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is and just. And somehow, somehow, just feel too long. Wild. Wild how they did that. What? Uncharted? The movie. Yeah. Oh, the movie is too long. It's not good. Is it not? I would not recommend it. Okay. Um, please do let us know, though. We're not wrapping up. I just wanted to say, please do let us know if um, human body chat was a little bit too much. I wasn't sure if it was appropriate for the podcast. But I thought it was interesting. And, Dennis, that's all we're here to do inflame the imagination. And because if you and I were sitting down for a beer, first of all, who knows what brand of beer I would drink? How could you possibly know? There's Second of all, know. there's no nobody's going to know. The second of all, I would say, Riley, have a listen to this. Let me yeah. tell you about this, as I believe I have done. Yeah. It's interesting to learn about this sort of stuff. And it's something that you don't really think about. I don't know. No, I went to, people, uh, are made, people are made of meat tubes. Like, I went to the tip recently. I was helping my mum clear out some stuff Just the tip? The house. Well, it's actually not a tip anymore. It's a they've they've. It, it's oh no! What happened? Just bike it's, accident? Jet ski accident? <laughs> uh, sorry, Dennis. A what accident? Sorry, a what? No. Oh god! A stand up laser appears yeah, on my the, forehead. Yeah, the Yamaha Motor Company is going to smack smash through the door. Um, they've actually filled it in because it's uh, it was too full. They couldn't. They, they feel it. But like when you say tip, you meant a a um a rubbish a, dump, a, like a, a, a dump, land yeah. a landfill. Yeah. Um, when you when you put your rubbish in the bin. And the, the, the garbage people come and take it away. Garbage people. they Just garbage people. No, the... I, used, uh, I, re- I, really, wa- I really wanted to be a, a, a sanitation worker, what's it called, or a garbage man uh, when yeah. I was a kid. I really want Because they got to drive a big truck. Yeah. And they steering and wheels my- on both sides. Have fun. Yeah. That's- but uh, I went to the tip, and it's, it's, it's amazing to think that, like, it doesn't just disappear when you put it in the bin and take it away. Like, there's a whole mechanism that's been built and mm, it's sorting it and filtering and, it and, yeah. and moving it around doing all that sort of stuff and it's just sort of one of those things out of sight out of mind very much like a human kidney out of sight out of mind for the most part for most people for most of their lives so you never really think about that stuff and you ever think about like i remember um the hardest part of anatomy and if there's any med buddy medicine medicine out there i'm sure you dennis will. was it the enamel on the tooth <laughs> It was the half penis. No. Um, oh my was- god! Oh, Dennis, <laughs> please. No, the um, the uh, any med students out there will empathize with this. They make you do this thing where they take they have a skull mm-hmm. and they they cut the skull in half yeah. horizontally this time, and you have all the openings in the base of your skull where all the different nerves and blood vessels from your brain leave to go operate your body yeah right like in a, a computer desk where they've got like the little holes and you put like your monitoring it, your power much like and that yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. except there's so many of them mm. and part of the exam is they just hand you an unlabeled diagram of those and go fill it in is and that, it's such a nightmare yeah that doesn't seem like a good learning practice just learning a bunch of stuff by rote I mean, you need to know it, though, like, because let's say you get an, an x-ray of somebody with, uh, uh, let's say there's an explosion at, like, a hardware store. They have a nail embedded in their head. And you need to figure out what things it's near. Yeah, but do you need to know the names and the, the, all that? Like, I guess you under, need to understand it structurally. But, like, do you need to know every single name of every single nerve and, and, and 
bone and muscle and that sort of stuff? Uh, well, a little bit because like a da- an injury up here impacts something, you know, all the way down the end of the, end of the body. Well, I'm glad I've got a brutal. fake arts degree that doesn't actually mean anything rather than going through the hard yards and doing a real one in science or medicine or anything else like that. And then abandoning it all to work in marketing, baby. Yeah, that's Woo! it. Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you fired lasers at someone with radio? Oh, I guess you didn't fire lasers at anyone, did you? You fired what? No, I fired photons. Radiation, yeah, yeah. How long, you been, how long you been at? How long you been at the radiation game, Dennis? At the at the rad game, I think it's probably been. Um, uh, I would have been twenty five, so not that long. Three Actually, and a half not years. that long. How long? Yeah, three and a half years. When I started working at Child Fireball, I was in twenty seventeen in September. Yeah, I in April of that year, I was firing photons at people, and we became friends like exactly as you changed jobs. A year, so I, a year I, after that, pretty much. I, yeah. I never knew radiologist Dennis. In my mind, no. radiologist Dennis is like, you know, 10 years ago, but no, it's actually... No, but you... D- D- Dennis, when you met him, had done a lot more photoning than he had anything to do with uh, card games or marketing. And look at you now. Come so far, Dennis. Come so far. Yeah. Um, I do... Sometimes I miss it. Sometimes I miss the idea of help, the feeling of helping people a little bit. Oh, that's one thing I miss about teaching. I used to be a primary school mm. teacher and, and you know, I, I slept like... Uh, not like a baby because babies famously don't sleep very well, but like coming home every night from work and be like made the world a slightly better place today like and that dennis there's nothing i want more in this life than the confident feeling of superiority Mm -hmm. self-satisfied superiority and that and that comes with a job like teaching you know there is no better pat in the back than when you give yourself man (laughs) no better pat in the back Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies. Again, the downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind the scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 